It's time for the LaneCast with Montana's very own Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland, your voice for agriculture. And the agriculture conversation continues on today with this edition of the LaneCast Ag Podcast. And earlier this week, we shared news about how the coronavirus is impacting the supply chain and just uh, just some t- talking points about what the livestock industry is doing to make sure that cattle producers have a place to market their product and making sure product gets to the grocery store. And of course, we'd like to thank the Montana Farm Bureau Federation for sponsoring today's podcast. But today during the show, we are going to check in with the Executive Vice President of the Montana Stock Growers Association. Mr. Jay Bodner is on the phone with us today, all the way from Helena, Montana. Jay, uh, how, how are things up in the state's capital today? Well, thanks, Lane. Appreciate the opportunity to, to visit with you here in the state capital. Uh, a bit unsettled. Um, uh, it seems to be uh, most of the state agencies are kind of running, trying to run at least business as usual. But uh, certainly, I think, uh, certainly no face-to-face meetings and uh, trying to move to a lot of conference call type meetings. But, uh, you know, these are changing times and we're trying to adapt as quickly as we, we possibly can. Uh, earlier this week, uh, the Montana Stock Growers Board of Directors met uh, via phone conference, and obviously the uh, coronavirus, uh, the the panic that has came in its wake, and the impact that it has had not only on the farm and ranch community, but just on on people in town and their careers. It, it truly is uh, is uh, creating waves and really disrupting life a, a, as we know it over the next uh, few days and weeks. Uh, what what were some of those key discussions that uh, the rancher leaders of the the stock growers really discussed? Uh, I, I know uh, making sure that there's a place to market cattle and whatnot was one of those key key talking points. But what what is the leadership of your organization focusing on right now? Yeah, we certainly are a couple of different things. I mean, looking at it from not only a state perspective but also from kind of a national perspective, and I think. You know, individually, we're looking at really from a state perspective, you know, we have constant contact with the Department of Livestock and and really looking at, you know, what are the priorities that we need, priority level one priorities that we need. And that really is, like you mentioned, it's keeping these markets open, keeping some of these bull sales going. We want to make sure that there's inspectors out there and they'll be able to, uh, you know, perform their duties uh, there may be some reshuffling to to make sure that we get the right people at the right places, but really that business and, and keeping commerce going is is critically important, I think, to us in the livestock industry from a state perspective. Um, we're also, you know, reaching out to our national partners also just from a market standpoint and looking at um, what can be done at that level, making sure that. Uh, this market uncertainty, if we can level some of that out and address some of those concerns, uh, because ultimately we want to continue to get product into our consumers, which we've seen that product is just flying off the shelves, literally. And uh, we want to make sure that there's no disruptions along those lines also. So, um, you know, along with those those few things, just in-state also, um, we have our veterinary diagnostic lab. We want to make sure that's running there is contingency plans that are put in place to make sure that um, at least uh, that lab function will continue um, and making sure that, you know, the tests are being conducted. And for us in the cow-calf sector, if we have those samples that we want to drop off there, that those are being conducted also. So, 
you know, these are all important factors for us in the livestock industry to make sure that we can continue business as much as usual. What what have you heard from a majority of the uh, livestock market centers across the state of Montana? I know the public auction yards, uh, they're continuing to hold their sales. Uh, Mile City Livestock had their sale this week. Uh, are a are, are majority of the livestock uh, markets uh, open uh, for, for business as usual? What, what have you heard on that aspect? Yeah, there's been no cancellations for any of the market sales. Um, they They have sent out some general guidelines and basically they want buyers in the seats. Uh, if you're dropping animals off and you don't plan on buying, they're kind of recommending you just, um, you know, let them send you the check when they, when those animals sell, uh, they're trying to limit some of the cafes and, and some of those, uh, gatherings like that. Uh, but you know, what we've seen so far, I guess, is that no, no, uh, sales have been canceled and uh, just some kind of general guidelines for for people to comply with and i i think um for the most part our producers are busy anyways this time of year just with a lot of calving so any animals they're dropping off uh they're just dropping them off and 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 moving back home and so uh beyond that um the bull sales also we have not seen any cancellations of any bull sales due to this and um and so that's that's good and some of these bull sales have been doing really well so that's that is a bit of a bright spot for us in the cattle industry right now. What are you hearing uh, from uh, our national groups that, that you mentioned there? The National Cattlemen's Beef Association is the national affiliate to the Montana Stock Growers. Uh, what, what was the message that you heard today on, on calls you had with, uh, with the leadership there? Yeah, we've been on almost daily conference calls with NCBA, and once again, one of their number one priorities is keeping these packing plants open, looking at um, what um, steps they are taking to ensure safety of their workers and ensure that these packing plants will continue. So that's really at the top of the list. And, and we've seen that these packing plants have already implemented a lot of measures to make sure that um, their workers are safe and, and, and they, these packing plants are open and they can continue to get product. On top of that, um, NCBA has been working with a number of the, really all the agencies that are involved in the beef supply chain. When you actually start to put those down on paper, uh, it's a pretty long list. And making sure that there's strong coordination between these agencies. Uh, so there's no hiccups and no lapses and, and making sure that, you know, commerce can continue. On top of that, the big one is going to be the market. Um, you know, there's been a number of letters that um, NCBA along with the CFTC have sent um, to some of these packing plants, making sure that, um, you know, these markets run uh, well and nobody takes advantage of a, of a dire situation. And so I think that's critical for us. We've also been working with our congressional delegation, just kind of looking at, is there any potential programs that we can put in place that maybe take some of um, this hardship and some of this market instability and, and try to help producers to make sure that we get through, uh, you know, this difficult time. So that's another thing that's also kind of on the on, on the radar. Um, also, of course, uh, there, there's a lot of other day-to-day activities uh, going on in the office there in Helena J. And uh, for our listeners out there, uh, I saw online that there's going to be a new job posting, or there is a new job posting for a director 
of the Montana Stock Growers Foundation. Uh, what, what, what does this new job creation look like, and how is this going to help benefit uh, the future of the livestock industry in Montana? Well, we've had the foundation for a number of years, and really what we're looking at is, you know, we're to the point where um, we need some dedicated staff for that foundation. We've done that in-house. Uh, the foundation is growing. We have a number of programs. We have a very active foundation trustee board, and uh, we put on some great programs. And in order to bring that to the next level, we're looking at trying to get some dedicated staff. Um, they would be, you know, housed um, somewhat out of the MSGA office, but yet um, we're providing some flexibility just with um, certainly just kind of that's the workforce nowadays. But we think that, um, you know, this person will be um, doing some grant writing, um, looking at potential donations, and, and really everything that involves a foundation and just bringing it to the next level. I think uh, just in the cattle industry and, and for the Stock Grower Association, it's important for us um, now more than ever, I think, just to get the good word out of really what does the livestock industry do for Montana, what do we do for the environment, and we think that... Um, you know, looking at hiring a person of this caliber can can really take the foundation uh, to that level. And so we're pretty excited about um, just seeing what the interest level has been. And it's been uh, uh, pretty enthusiastic at this point. So we know that, you know, we're going to get some great candidates and, and we're going to hire a real qualified person, hopefully. So what is the timeline on applications? When's the last day folks can apply? Well, we haven't set a timeline yet. Um, we actually... Uh, uh, have just released this here in the last uh, week, and um, given just the uncertain times that we're in, we thought it just more prudent not to maybe put a timeline on this yet. Um, we do have some enthusiasm and, and some interest, so uh, we're going to run this for the next couple of weeks, and then we're going to reassess at that point. Great. Well, for our listeners, they can uh, go to mtbeef.org and, and the details for that job description can be found there. And I know it's been a long day. You mentioned you've been on a lot of phone calls, so I don't want to hold you up too long. But uh, uh, coming up in June is the, the summer meeting of the, the Montana Stockers Association. You're going to a little town called Lewistown, where I was born and raised. Uh, hopefully this coronavirus is uh, not impactful on that meeting. But uh, what, what do attendees have in store? Or, uh, coming up at the beginning of June there in Lewistown. Yeah, so June 10th and 11th are the days we'll be in Lewistown, and we're really looking forward to it. Lewistown's a, a great town. We're in the center of the state. It's cow country, and it's going to be a, a fabulous event. Um, we're planning on, you know, moving forward with that um, that date, and we're looking forward to a great event. You know, with mid-year, we're going to have a little bit of business. We have our, our normal committee meetings that we're going to be holding. We're going to be talking about all these industry issues. We're going to have an opportunity to develop some additional policy. Um, and then on top of that, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to be on the, the Charlie Russell choo-choo train, and we get to have a fun evening uh, of riding the tour train and seeing some scenic uh, country in Lewistown. Uh, we get back from that, we're going to have a, a band and a little after party, and then uh, we'll continue to do a little business in the morning, and uh, we're also um, trying to work with uh, the BQA program and maybe trying to put on an event that follows our event. And so, you know, it's just going to be a, a host of, of, of good educational, a good fun, and it should be a great event. So we're, we're excited to go to Lewistown and, 
and uh, always has a we always have a great time there in Lewistown. Well, I have a, a, a feeling in my stomach that that you know things are going to be good by then. So I Lewistown will be a great event. And and Jay, I I actually used to play guitar and sing on the Charlie Russell Choo Choo when I was in high school. That's how I made my <laughs> uh, my my spending money back in the day. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll have an encore then. It sounds like I, I think that might be coming, huh? Well, uh, you can be my backup. We can play some Nickelback or something there, Jay. We can we can have a really good time there. But uh, again, Jay, I know it's been a pretty busy, hectic week, and it's only uh, a Wednesday, I guess, when we recorded this show. But uh, thanks for keeping us up to speed and uh, and uh, sharing what uh, the stock growers is up to to make sure that uh, the their livestock members here in the state of Montana uh, have a strong voice in this situation that uh, truly is a global situation with the coronavirus. Uh, for our listeners out there, for more information, again, just visit mtbeef.org to learn more about all the Montana stock growers is up to. But Jay, hey, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Lane. Appreciate the opportunity. And as always, you know, if anybody has a question or wants more information, just give us a ring here at the office. Perfect, perfect. All right, friends, that'll do it for today's Agriculture Conversation. I'm Lane Nordland. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.